Hello, my beautiful people. Welcome to Permission to Think. I'm Edwin Rustrian, and I'm glad you're joining me today. Thank you to all of you who week after week tune in to Permission to Think. My desire is to push our thinking, encourage you, and remind you that there is always hope regardless how bad things get. I hope this podcast has blessed you and added value to your life. For more information, please visit erustrian.com. To everything, there is a season, a time for every purpose under heaven. That's the opening line to Ecclesiastes chapter 3. Our topic for today is portraits of time and seasons. If we're not careful, we will miss the great lesson in the opening line. The focus is time and seasons. To everything, there is a season, a time for every purpose. From time to time, I like to spend time reading Proverbs and Ecclesiastes to help me reflect, think, and consider what is meaningful and purposeful in life so I can live with intent and appreciation for the now, the present. Reading Proverbs allows me to really zoom in into the things that are meaningful in life, the wisdom, the insight. And in Ecclesiastes, it makes me really reflect about the purpose that I have and my divine calling to know exactly why I'm living and not to put things that are secondary and primary positions in my life. And so it reminds me that everything is fleeting and everything is in passing. But it also reminds me of why I'm here on this earth. So I like to read, I love to read these two books in the Bible that were in by King Solomon. And because it really allows me to think that these things have stood the test of time. The wisdom, the rich insight that we find in these two books, if you really spend some time reading and studying in the application, your life will be filled with prosperity, will be filled with joy, with fulfillment, with content. It will be filled with the sense of peace and knowing that at times um, things are fleeting. And the only thing that lasts is your relationship in who you have put your faith in. And so that allows me to really take all the stress out of my life and puts me in a place of understanding that my life will eventually come to an end. And it's what I, will, what I do now in the present that really, really matters and makes an impact. And so today, even as recording this podcast, I am reflecting on the very people who is going to touch and impact. And my purpose for today is to share with you that the season that you're in is that, but just a season It's not going to be forever, whether it's good or bad. And so I wanted to us, want for us to really just take time to think about where we are in life. So as you listen to this podcast, please, um, I want us to do an exercise together. Uh, I want you to grab a pen or paper or your phone and open up uh, your notes app and take a few minutes to think about the last 10 years of your life, the last 10 years, the last decade, and think about all the things and all the events that have happened. Try to remember as many major or minor events that occurred that have altered or changed your life to where it is today. Write them all down. 
And so uh, because the exercise that we're going to do is really going to make us really think about those seasons and the time that we lived in. And so, again, try to remember as many major or minor events that have occurred that have altered or changed your life to where it is today. Uh, next, I want you to identify which events happened because of your choices, the choices you made, and which events were out of your control. And this is very important because I think that quite often we don't really put much thought into where we are in our lives and what events, what choices that you and I make have allowed us to be in that season of life and how many of the other um, things that we couldn't control have influenced or have altered our life as well, okay? So think about that for a moment. What do you notice, right? And, and the beauty of this exercise is that it's going to uh, look very different for everyone. Some experiences might be the same or similar and others will look very different. Uh, the key is also how you and I respond to life-changing experiences. Perhaps that's a question you should ask yourself, right? Um, how have my how 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 do I respond to life-changing experiences? Um, do I do I see myself as all is doom and gloom and everything is over, or do I see them as opportunities for me to grow and to change or to evolve and to understand that there's something in here that I need to learn yet? Um, so it is important to, to think about what do you notice about the events that have transpired in your life and how many of those things were your choices, how many things were out of your control. The second thing I want you to think about is how do you respond to these life-changing experiences? Can you identify a pattern in your thinking, in your behavior, your relationships and emotions and feelings? Uh, these are key these are very key elements to really think about because how we process, a life-changing event or a season that we're going in or coming out of will really help us to understand our habits, the habits of mind that we created when we don't have control, when we um, make the same blunders over and over again. What's leading us to those things? Why do we keep making the same mistake? Why do we keep making the same decision patterns? Why are we making decisions when we're exhausted? Why are we making decisions when we're tired, when we fatigue, when we depleted? Uh, those are recipe for disaster and putting us in really bad predicaments. And that impacts our behavior and that behavior impacts the relationships that we have. And all is that is driven by emotions and feelings that we have. The other question I would ask is what perspective do you have of time, of seasons, right? Have you ever considered the phrase, the, this too shall pass or the verse, the end of a thing is better than its beginning? I think it's very important for us to really think about how time works and how quite often we squander the time that we have for us to prepare for what's to come or the possibility of uncertainty, right? So um, as of this recording... There is a um, hurricane pr um, projected to hit um, the state of Florida. And so these warnings or these projections have gone on for the last couple of days. And so one will ask, okay, so how do I use my time? Do I use my time to just watch the news and sit on my couch and just kind of be like in denial that this might actually happen or not? Or do you take the time to really prepare yourself and your family to be in a better position, in a safe position, and take the precautionary methods, measures for you to be safe? 
right? So how do you measure that aspect of time? How do you measure the time that you use from home to to work? How do you use the time from work to home? Uh, How do you use your time off from work? Um, Because all of those are indicators of how we value and how we perceive life. And the other element is that there are seasons in our lives. There are seasons that are very short um, that from decisions that we made or decisions that we didn't make that others made for us, right? But these, some of these seasons can last for a very short period of time or they can last for a very long time, right? So it is important for us to really put in perspective how we think about time and the seasons. So let me share a couple of things with you, right? In the last few months, I have witnessed events that have truly altered and changed the way I live, think, and interact with others. So let me just share a few with you, okay? Number one. Most recently, um, I attended a funeral where the family celebrated the life of a woman who lived a life of sacrifice and commitment to her family. This woman was celebrated for the love, um, for the laughter, for her cooking, for how she held the family together. And she left our world. Her time ended and she didn't take any material things with her. Right. There was nothing that was in her coffin except her body. And so one asks, what, 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 what did she do during her seasons in life? She impacted people. She impacted uh, her, her daughters, her children, her grandkids, and everyone spoke very highly of her and her life and celebrated her, right? Yet there were tears. There were tears that she was going to be missed. So here's a season. Here's a family that's entering a season where a grandmother had passed away, a mother has passed away, a friend has passed away. And so that's a gap, that's a void that is now left in that in that family's heart. That's a very sad season for some, that they will never see their loved one again. Right? The second part I will share is this, that as an educator, I have just witnessed the, the flood of migrants, children who have come across the U.S.-Mexico uh, border and I have heard some of the horrifying stories of how they came to the States. Um, and the most daunting aspect and the most heartbreaking part of um, me speaking to some of these children in my classrooms has been like um, that they can't read. Even in their own native language, they can't write or they can't speak. Um, they can't even spell their name. Um, they can't even tell me um some of the most basic questions that, that I would ask. And, and so politics aside, whether you believe immigration should be good or is it bad or we shouldn't have, let's put all the politics aside. And for me, I asked myself, I really had to take a moment to think about it. It's like, what is my responsibility here? Right. Um, and I had to ask like, what does God ask me to do in these unfortunate and stressful situations? And so, you know, the part that came to me is that I can only control in many ways what I can. And, and so as, as a child of God, you know, as a believer, I believe in the text when Jesus says, when I was hungry, you fed me. When I was thirsty, you gave me to drink. When I was naked, you clothed me. And so, you know, I believe that with all sincerity that these children entering a season and went through a season of hardship of no fault of their own. Someone else made a decision for them. And now their life has completely changed. Some might say for the for the better. Others may say and argue for the worse. And and yet we don't know the future. And and you will see how this unfolds later on as we continue. But we don't know the future. 
And, and so we don't know how children are going to respond and react in the new world that they're living in, assimilating to a new language, a new culture, leaving what is known behind and facing and having the courage to now live in a place unknown to them and whether they feel um, welcomed or they feel rejected. And so those are really difficult positions and things that, that I'm noticing, right? And so we can also speak of the season of the war in Ukraine, and we can talk about the hurricane that hit Puerto Rico and the Caribbean. We can also talk about the pandemic that we all lived through, and some of us are still living through it, where many people unfortunately died and passed away. There's so much trauma that has occurred within this last couple of years that People have lost all sense of hope, all sense of, of desire to live and to continue, that they have turned to things that are even more self-destructive. So when we look at where we are today, it's a season. This is going to pass. This is going to eventually go away. And if you study history, and if you look at the pattern of history throughout all its existence that has been recorded, one thing that we can notice is there's always a pattern. There's always been order and then chaos. And after chaos, we go back to order. And after order, we go back to chaos. Every other generation figures out that the previous generation, whatever they had, it didn't work for them. And they always try to change something to fit their, 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 their way of their interpretation of the way things should be. And so even in, 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 in the present that we live today, I heard of, of a word that was... Um, new word that was presented. It was it was shared. It was um, it's another isms, right? One of those other isms, presentism, and that is the 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 definition of that is that we're going to judge the past based on where we are today, and that the people from the past should have known better. So now we're passing judgment on on features that are men and women who played an important role in history, and we can vilify them because we have this sense of well, they should have known better. And so when you start going down that rabbit hole of that they should have and we should have and this and find some sort of justice in our own way of thinking that justice should be served, we create more chaos and division than anything else. And we enter a very confusing, chaotic and divisive season in our humanity. And it's all over. It's not just in one place of the world. So one must really consider as to what are the seasons and the times that we live in so that we're able to know how to adjust, pivot, and find a way to not just survive, but thrive those, through those very unfortunate moments. So as unfortunate as all of these events are, the one thing that I can promise you is like they won't last forever. The interesting thing about seasons is that they change and we all experience different seasons at different points of our lives. So let me give you some other examples, right? Someone today lost a job. Someone today has won the lotto. Someone today experienced the death of a child. Someone today experienced the birth of a child. Someone experienced a foreclosure in their home. Someone just bought their dream home. Someone just got married. Someone just got divorced. Someone beat cancer. Someone else lost their battle to cancer. Someone just bought their dream car. Someone just crashed and died in their dream car. Someone just moved to a new state or country and someone just moved out of that state or country. Someone is experiencing the best seasons of their life 
nothing but blue skies. Someone just entered a severe thunderstorm. Nothing but dark clouds ahead. Seasons will come. They will come by the choices we make or the choices others make for us. Or by the unexpected. But rest assured, seasons will come and seasons will go. How we traverse through those seasons is the key. And that is the focus of what we should be really considering. And this is a very important point to make. Let me share another story with you. This past weekend, my family and I celebrated my daughter's sweet 16. It was very emotional for me because I know that 16 years is a landmark year. And the anticipation for a new season is certainly ahead. But as I thought carefully about the past 16 years, I realized that the many things that concern myself about raising my daughters did not come to pass. When I worried how my wife and I were going to provide, protect, and set a strong foundation for our daughters, I began to see that we have journey with our girls daily, being present, having meaningful conversations, and constantly reminding them of our love, affection, and commitment to be present in their lives. So it's so much so that these conversations that we have, right, that today, particularly today, my, my daughter throws, my oldest daughter throws a line at me, and she says, she, she, she finds a quarter, 25 cents, and she, she, she puts it on the table, and she says, uh, 25 cents for your worries. Use it wisely. It just made me think for a moment, right? She said, 25 cents for your worries, use it wisely. And it got me stuck to think about is like, is worrying like really cheap in value? Or am I getting 25 cents for every time I worry about something? Or how do you, how do you interpret that? Like, right? So here I am, like, you know, we have these deep, meaningful conversations in life all every day and they don't happen forcefully. They just, they just happen naturally in our home. But here's my daughter, 16 years old, throwing me this curveball, right? That really stopped me and made me think about for a moment, gave me permission to think, right? And so one of the things that I learned in the journey of life and that my wife and I, have been through and endured many, many tough, dark seasons. Seasons of hardship, seasons of loss, seasons of discouragement, seasons of sadness, grief, and loneliness, seasons of rejection, depletion, and exhaustion. But we have also enjoyed seasons of hope, of joy, of peace, of laughter, of love, of forgiveness, of redemption, restoration, prosperity, and abundance and through it all we have learned one thing god has made everything beautiful in its time yes there is beauty in its time beauty is found in the meaning and purpose of time when we're going through difficult moments and seasons although they may appear to last forever they don't all things will come to an end even the good days will come to an end. And certainly the bad days will come to an end. And thank goodness for that. John Mason, the author of the book, An Enemy Called Average, he writes, Stop 
constantly talking about the situation you're going through. Decide to get through it. Do not accept your current temporary situation as your permanent condition. Make up your mind to get on with your life and fulfill your divine purpose despite your current circumstance. Now, that's very strong language to not feel sorry for yourself in the season that you're in, but build up enough courage to say, get on with it. Don't accept that temporary situation as permanent condition. Keep going. Keep moving forward. Keep working on your craft. Keep working on your family. Keep working on on healthy relationships. Keep working on, on your finances. Keep working on the goals and the dreams that you have, right? But don't just stand there and think that that temporary situation is going to last forever because it's not. Winston Churchill said, if you're going through hell, keep going. Just keep moving forward. Don't stop there and feel sorry for yourself. So I'm going to um, just share with you like three three things that for me really helped me to identify and help me go through these seasons that sometimes may appear to be really, really difficult, right? Number one, Learn to identify the season you're in. Can you identify where you are right now? Are you going through an abundance period where everything is is going great? Your business is wonderful. Uh, your family's all healthy. Um, you know, everything, your fridge is full. You got the car, you have the house. Everything is just smoothly. Well, I'm going to tell you something. Enjoy it. Enjoy it because the Bible tells us to enjoy the fruit of our labor. That those seasons are designed for us to enjoy, to have a great time, and to be grateful for the beautiful moments that you're enjoying in life. But maybe you're going through a season that is really bad. Maybe you just experienced a death in the family. Maybe you just lost a job. Maybe you just lost your home. And maybe things are not working out for you. Maybe you're having a lot of trouble at work. Maybe um, a, a really close friendship of yours betrayed you. And, and you're going through these emotions and this season of doubt and confusion and chaos, right? Um, I have some good news for you, too. It will end and it will pass. But the one thing that I have learned through this process of seasons and times that come and go is that I do my very best to invite God in that season, whatever that season may be. Um, my wife, over the past seven years, gone through some really difficult, difficult moments. I mean, moments that were extremely excruciating and painful and, and moments of doubt, moments where we didn't know whether we were going to make it uh, or not, not necessarily in a marriage, but whether it's financial or whether it's emotional, whether you're going to have a nervous breakdown or something, things in the past seven years were really difficult. And so we invite God into those moments, those difficult moments, into our feelings, whether it's anger, whether it's frustration, whether it's sadness, whether it's bitterness, whether it's uh, unforgiveness, whether it's um, whatever it may be. Um, doesn't necessarily have to be just bad, but we, in, we literally invite God into those moments and seasons of time because he promised to be there during the most difficult seasons of our lives. So learn to identify the season you're in right now and know that it's going to pass, know that it's going to come to an end, but invite God into that season and ask him for your, for his strength, his courage, ask him for his uh, ability to see you through those moments. And number two, ask the following question, what brought this season to my life? 
and what is my responsibility? I believe that sometimes the choices that we make in life put us in those predicaments that sometimes we don't want to be in, in those seasons we don't want to be in. But we must take responsibility for those decisions. Like, let me give you an example. You want to drive a $100,000 car, but you only make $40,000 a year. That's a bad decision to get into a car that you can't afford or that you can't pay. And then it's going to be repoed. And then you're wondering why you don't even have money to eat. Right? That's the, I mean, that's an extreme example. But as extreme as that is, it's the reality for many people that don't realize that they live way below, way beyond their means. They don't know how to live way below their means, right? And to save for rainy days, for days of, that are hard and days that are going to come, right? That you need those emergency funds to get you through, right? You should have an emergency fund that's going to help you carry through some really dry and tough seasons, right? And so what brought the season that you're in right now and what role and responsibility do you play in that, in, in that season of your life, right? Because there are others that if you let other people... Um, their decisions put you in a bad season, you have given those people too much power over your life and you must be able to make a definitive decision and choice that if you can cut those things off and cut those people out, do it, right? Because the worst place to be is that you don't have any control in what you're doing or your life and you allow other people to dictate and to run your life and make decisions for you. If you're in a position that you're responsible, your position to just get away from that, leave it. But make sure that you identify what brought that season to your life and what what is your responsibility, what role you play in that particular season. Number three, define. Define and determine your attitude in your passing season. Quite often when we come into really, really great moments of life and great seasons of plenty and abundance, right, we, we have this joy, this this over over. Um, you feel overjoyed for everything that is good in your life. And for some people, they feel guilty even at that. Like you're waiting for the shoe to drop. You're waiting for something bad to happen, right? And it's like, enjoy that season. Yeah, like your attitude should be wonderful. But also, if you come across a season where it's really bad, right? Like have that continuity and that consisting of your attitude this is also okay it's going to make me better what am i going to learn and that is quite often something that we miss because when bad times hit the most the, most people have a tendency of responding and reacting in the most negative way i'm going to tank emotionally i'm going to sulk i'm going to just sit there feel bad for myself and just wallow in my misery and that's not productive that actually sets us back so in the process of where you are in your season be patient but in that process that you want to relieve the pain and the discomfort that you're going through don't make promises to god to deliver you from the hardships that you want to be delivered from okay god is not interested in your promises he is moved by your obedience don't wish for the past or for the days of old it's not wise and so what I'm saying is that many people, and I've done this, I, when, when I experience some really bad moments in life, I, you know, as a human being, you make a promise to God and you say, you know, oh God, I promise you that I'm going to do this if you help me out here. And when, that, when, when everything clears, the smoke clears and, and, and you find some sort of normalcy and everything goes back to the way that you desire, the promises that you make somehow go completely out the window. And I'm only telling you because I've lived it, I've done that. 
But it's more important for God to see our obedience during those hard moments. And sometimes in those hard moments that sometimes we don't want to be in in those seasons is to develop our character, to develop our integrity, to develop our patience, to develop the most inner core of our being, our prayer life, right? And so if we're not consistent with those things of understanding what our attitude should be, right, if you have a lot, that's great. If you have very little, that's great. But in all seasons of your life, once you practice gratitude for the most basic fact that we have, we have life and we're able to live another day. We're able to count the blessings. Like sometimes we think that a person's life and blessings only comes through monetary reward. And it isn't. You know, this this particular weekend for me, uh, spending it, celebrating my, my, my daughter's 16 years with loved ones. We danced, we laughed, we celebrated, we cried. Uh, the weather was beautiful. The sun was shining. I mean, it was just an unbelievable weekend for me. And I'm so grateful to God because of the blessing of family. Of the blessing of, of having someone that loves you and that you love someone and that you cared for someone and that God entrusted in your care someone else's life and you've done the best of your ability to be a good steward of that person's life. And so my heart was overjoyed. My wife's, I can't even tell you, right? Like we were both like um, completely just in 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 love with with what we have and and our family and so um but that's not to say that we have not experienced difficult moments in life as well so three things i want you to think about okay learn to identify the season you're in ask what brought this season to my life and what is my responsibility three define and determine your attitude in your passing season be patient in those seasons. Don't rush those seasons. Things will end when they will end. If you try to get out of those seasons earlier than you're supposed to, eventually you last longer in them than you actually would have if you just trusted in the process that God is using. So Napoleon Hill said, the most beneficial of all prayers are those we offer as an expression of gratitude for the blessings we already have. Even in tough seasons, we can still express gratitude for the blessings we do have. Count them. List them every morning. Count your blessings and repeat them and say them out loud. You're going to see that what you are focusing your time and your energy in the things that wanted to find relief you will find greater joy in identifying the very things that you do have and to be grateful for. I want to share with you this little section of Ecclesiastes 3 because I want to give you some perspective about what it really says, okay? So it's Ecclesiastes chapter 3, and it says, A time for everything. There is a time for everything and a season for every activity under the heavens. A time to be born. And a time to die, a time to plant, and a time to uproot, a time to kill, and a time to heal, a time to tear down, and a time to build, a time to weep, and a time to laugh, a time to mourn, and a time to dance, 
a time to scatter stones and a time to gather them, a time to embrace and a time to refrain from embracing, a time to search and a time to give up, a time to keep and a time to throw away, a time to tear and a time to mend, a time to be silent and a time to speak, a time to love and a time to hate, a time for war and a time for peace. My beautiful people, don't make the mistake of thinking that seasons last forever because they don't. Everything is beautiful in its time. And there's a time for everything. I want to encourage you that we're all humans and we all fall into different seasons at different times of our lives. Sometimes we may say, oh God, when will this pass? Or when it is, is it going to go away? When is it my time to enjoy blessings? Why does it seem that everyone else is enjoying life and my life is just miserable? Why not me, Lord? Why this hardship? Why now? So I'm going to leave you with a little story found in the Ian Bound book, the classic collection on prayers. The little story goes as follows. A dear friend of mine, who was quite a lover of the chase, told me the following story. Rising early one morning, he said, I heard the baying of a score of deer hounds in pursuit of the quarry. Looking away to a broad open field in front of me, I saw a young fawn making its way across and giving signs, moreover, that its race was well nigh run. Reaching the rails of the enclosure, I, it leaped over and crouched within ten feet from where I stood. A moment later, two of the hounds came over. When the fawn ran in my direction and pushed its head between my legs, I lifted the little thing to my breast and, swinging round and round, fought off the dogs. I felt just then that all the dogs in the West could not, should not capture that fawn after its weakness had appealed to my strength. So is it when human helplessness appeals to Almighty God? Well do I remember when the hounds of sin were after my soul, until at last I ran into the arms of Almighty God. A.C. Dixon There are seasons in life when the hounds of hell appear to be after us. Don't run from God. Run to God. Let your weakness appeal to his strength, for he is our refuge and strength. I don't know what season you are in your life right now. I don't know what you're going through. But today, I want to encourage you to live one more day. To live one more day with hope with a dream, with a passion, with a purpose, with meaning, and to understand that the season that you're in is for a reason and a purpose. Maybe it was 
because of your doing. Maybe because of someone else. Or maybe because of the things that you cannot control in your life. But I would tell you, allow your weakness to appeal to his strength. In that season that you're in, invite God to come in and help you and strengthen you and guide you and to remind you that you weren't meant to walk this road alone. You were not designed to do this all on your own. He promised to be there for us in every season and in every time. Portraits of time and seasons are only but that. Seasons, moments, frozen in time. But our life continues on for eternity. When you get to your final day and you're laying in that bed and the last breath is taken, what do you want to be remembered for? What do you want it to be said of you? Fight for your life. Fight for your family. Fight for your children. This too shall pass. I'll leave you with our quote of the day. And it comes from Ecclesiastes chapter 7 verse 14. When times are good, be happy. But when times are bad, consider this. God has made the one as well as the other. Therefore, no one can discover anything about their future. Till next time, my beautiful people, remember, never compromise integrity for comfort. Stay strong. Bye-bye.